try it, you try it. All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Why'd you like it? Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? That true? Do you like me? You like me right now. You like me. I like it a lot. He likes it. Because I like it. Welcome to I'm Trying to Like It, the podcast where two siblings, myself and Aaron, discuss movies, TV streaming, and all things pop culture adjacent. We might disagree once in a while, but you can rest assured that we're both trying to like it. There's TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. We've all had our regrets about downloading and using these apps, but what about Red Rose? There's a new app for your phone that promises to make all your dreams come true. The Netflix suspense series Red Rose makes us think twice about the technology we use every day. Rory and I discuss this and more in this week's episode. Oh man, hello Aaron. Hey. How far art thou? <laughs> far, far out thou? How, How far art thou, dear brother? I'm, I'm doing alright. I was thou enjoying the... Good? Beautiful spring-like weather we've had the last couple of oh, days, yes, and then yes. today it uh, reminded us that we're not quite, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> this uh, uh, no, not at all. Yeah, March it's can been, be cruel. March is a cruel, cruel time. Um, you win some and then you lose some, and then Missouri, you lose more than you win. I feel like because <laughs> my allergies are not a fan of the. Ups and downs is, is ups and downs is. Well, you know what they say. If April you don't, showers bring May flowers. They do say that, but if you don't like the weather in Missouri, stick around. It'll change in five minutes. <laughs> or wait, is that how they say it? If you don't like the I, weather, wait five minutes. It'll change. Something I, like that. Is that an actual saying, or yeah, did you make people, that up? Yeah, pe- old, old men say that to each other at, like, donut shops at, like, 5 a.m. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right, how's, uh. our, how's our weather? <laughs> uh. I, don't, I don't think I've... I, I don't think I've ever heard that saying in my life. If you don't... How, I'm trying to think of how people usually say it around here. Well, don't ask me, because Wait I... Wait five minutes. I, it'll change. Uh, Google it. Yeah. While you Google, I'll just do that, like, elevator music. Do, 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 If you don't like the weather, just wait, wait five minutes, it will change. Um, okay, so apparently, um, yeah, lay it on me. Two famous humorists, Mark Twain and Will Rogers, have each received credit for a statement about the variability of weather. Mark Twain was um, uh, from Missouri, so I'm yes, going to say that was. that's about Missouri weather. Will Rogers was from uh, Oklahoma, so. That's right next door. So, you know, <laughs> I think it's applicable. Uh, uh, applicable? Applicable? 
ap- applicable. Applicable? Apl- uh, I mean, sure. Yeah, one of those. But did you actually find what they said? Yeah. If you don't like our weather, wait a few minutes. It'll change. Huh. <laughs> That's the same. Wow. You've okay. never heard well, that before? Ever? No. I mean, I guess I don't go oh, to donut shops to, at 5 a.m. You need to spend more time around old men. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. I don't know if that's what I need to do. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the occiput of what I need to do, actually. I think I need to go around young men. It's right up there with, like, are you you working hard or hardly working? Like, you've heard that, right? Uh, Working hard or hardly working? I'm going to, just for the sake of my own sanity, say yes. Yes, I have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but for those of you listening is this no, just like how men talk it. to each other and, the, and then like they don't include women in on these conversations or something i mean i working i feel hard like or hardly that, working. i feel like maybe dad has said it to me i don't know but yeah. sometimes when dad says some of these things i just i out. just yeah sorry dad um let me think of another one then um, sort of an old man um let's see what's another one wow you're ready for your old man era aren't you? i am i'm i'm getting it loaded up i'm ready as soon as retirement hits i'm i'm gonna form a uh tight-knit group of older gentlemen my own age oh, and we're gonna hang out at like donut shops maybe if if there are no good donut shops we might go to like just just McDonald's even is okay. And we just kind of form a group in the corner at about 5 a.m., hang out there till about 9, and just complain about stuff and um, talk about the weather occasionally. You just sound like a ball of fun when you're old. <laughs> it just sounds like a humdinger of a time. That's well. that's for sure. Um, well, uh, yeah, I've never I've never heard the saying about if you don't like it, move out or whatever you said. Stick around. What <laughs> is it? What did you say? That's not even close to what I said. I said if you don't like our weather, I said if you don't <laughs> like our weather, wait a few minutes, it will change. Oh, I didn't okay. Say, I was if close. you don't like our weather, get out, <laughs> move away. I mean, you know. <laughs> close tomato tomato it's fine um but maybe i've heard about the uh, working hard or hardly working yep i was about to say are you hardly hardly a worker or are you working harder i don't know what i thought you said honestly but both were wrong here's another one i just thought of another one this one i hear all the time um if you ask somebody if you see somebody and you're like Hey, how's it going? Or how are you? Then they'll say, oh, you know, living the dream. Have you heard that? Yes, I have heard that one. That one I have heard. That's the that's maybe the most cynical of all. Uh, why? Well, it just kind of is like it's almost implying that like none of us are, are active actively living the lives that we want <laughs> well i mean eh. Eh. i oh, wouldn't say you that know, i'm living the dream 
I I mean, I wouldn't say I I think I've said that myself. But usually whenever <laughs> whenever I say, "Oh, live in the dream," it's in a much more like chipper like woohoo type of response. So you like meant it like Oh, you know, living the dream. Yeah, I mean, usually when someone has asked me that, it's like I'm doing something that I really like. So, well, that's like, good. I don't I'll think that's the church way. It's, yeah, I don't something. think that's the way it's mostly used. I think when most of the time when I hear people say that, <laughs> they're 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 sort of sarcastically implying that like what they're doing is so far removed from what they really would like to be doing, but they got to do it anyway because it's work. So are you one of those people that respond No, I don't that say way? no, I've never responded that way. If someone oh, says you've never hey, used that saying? No. No. <laughs> if then, someone says if someone asks me how I'm doing, I usually just say like, Oh, doing pretty good. Ah, I'm oh. good. I'm good. But doing do well. you mean that? Do I mean it that I'm doing okay? Um Well yeah, you said usually. good. You said good. Okay is different. I'm doing well. I'm doing a good. I'm you can't I, as an English teacher, I'm not really supposed to say I'm doing good even though I, I do say that, but I understand every time I hear every time I say I'm doing good, I hear a voice in my head say, "Superman does good. You're doing well." Superman does good. I mean, he does uh the morally righteous thing that benefits others. Um okay. whereas when someone says, "How are you doing?" what they're asking is about your general you know, uh, well being, well being, yeah. So I'm doing hmm. well. Well, how about that? Facts you didn't think you needed to know, but I want to ask you: Have been told. How are you right now? Me right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say, "Oh, you know, living the dream." <laughs> No, because I use whenever I say I'm living the dream. You mean it. I'm more. I'm yeah. Like I, I'm excited about it. Um, so you thought all those people when you've heard pe- other people say that you thought that's what they meant as well. You have a you much know, brighter view of the world probably than I do because <laughs> whenever I hear someone say that, my first my instinct is to think that they're being sarcastic. Well, we definitely know that my outlook is much brighter than yours. That's why I have the fan. And you do not because I am just a joyful, boisterous type of individual. You, sir, are a very analytical, literal type of person. Kind of not literal, analytical, but negative. You're negative. (laughs) And if you say no, I'm not negative. I'm realistic. That's the epitome. I'm not. I'm neither negative nor realistic. I, I am analytical. You got that one right. Yes, I did. Yeah. You, I'm a very I, I'm actually a very optimistic, positive person. Are you though? <laughs> I, I, I truly am. Ask Are we sure? Ask ask, ask anyone. Ask anyone. Uh... Ask my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> now would you say that's your true nature? Would you say your Absolutely. your true nature is an optimist? Um because I don't think that's true nature. I think you adapt to it. You're like a chameleon. No, I'm generally, I, I would say that it would be hard to call me a pessimist because I, I generally have a, a very positive outlook on things. Mm. I find the good in people. 
right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not cynical. I'm not constantly questioning the motives of others. But I do think I, can, I I do think that I pick up on sarcasm when I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody says, "Oh, you know, living the dream," my oh assumption is that they probably are being sarcastic. I mean, but why would you think that? Uh, general tone. I mean, I'm not. I'm. <laughs> if someone says, "Oh, you know, living the dream," like. That's but like, very different. I could, I could say, I could say, if you were like, well, you did say, you said, how, how are you doing? And I could have just been super monotone and been like, oh, I'm doing fine. Then I would take or, you at your uh, word. Do I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'd take you at your word. I'd say, okay. Okay. And right. if I said, oh, I'm living the dream. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not know how to interpret that because. See. My tone was the same, all three. No, but but the the words have different meanings, right? If you said okay. I'm, if nope. you said I'm doing fine, then I would say like, oh, okay. The tone, nah. and, the the tone and the words match. You're fine. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're awesome or great. You're just okay, right? And so that yeah. makes sense to me. But if you say, oh, you know, living the dream, then I don't know how to interpret that because <laughs> if it's true that you're living the dream, you should be more excited about it. But if it's but, but if it's if it's not true and you're trying to be sarcastic, then your tone betrays the sarcasm. So I would I would I would I would not be sure how to interpret that if you said it in that kind of like flat flat tone. I didn't say it in a flat tone. My tone was very happy. Well, it was just kind of my tone was not happy, but it wasn't anything. That's it was my just, point. It wasn't so uh, if you're so if you it was were, the same tone I used for the other two ways I said, but. The, the other tone, the other two words you used, oh, you said God. fine, or what was the other one? Good. I'm doing good. Well. I'm doing well. Um, I think it was well. I don't both, remember. Both of those are sort of more moderate, sort of uh, like they, they, they don't necessarily imply that you're having one of the great days of your life. But if you truly are living your dream, then, that, then I, you should be a little more excited about it. Or if you say you're living the dream and you're not excited about it, then I... I interpret that as sarcasm. I just, I mean, I could easily be fairly sarcastic with doing well or doing fine. Let me, let's hear it. You give me an example. How you doing? Okay. Hey, Roy, how are you doing? Eh, I'm doing fine. Mm, Yeah, I mean, that's, but that's not. You know what, Aaron? I'm doing so amazingly well and great. I just love life right now. There you go. It is fantastic. So fine. I'm so Your words and your tone match now. But before, if you say like... To sarcasm? No, no, no. What you just said... That was 100% sarcastic. Only because of the context of our conversation. But if I was... You're bad. You're bad. It's fine. If we just met in the hallway and I, you weren't my sister and we didn't know each other well. And I just said, Hey Roy, how's it going? And you said, I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful. I, you know, this has been a great day. Then I would just take you for your, at your word. Cause I'm not picking up. I don't know the context. Social cues. No, I don't. Body language. <laughs> I'm listening to the tone. 
of your voice. You mean to tell me that that tone right there made you think that I was being truthful and not sarcastic? If I had no idea Bad. why you would be responding with sar- that sarcasm, then yeah, I would. I I just take it you at your word. I'd be like, oh, well, you're excited today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I knew that you were having a really bad day and then you responded that way, then I would go like, oh, she's being sarcastic. But I'm just saying we just cross paths in the hallway. I don't know you very well. Hey, Roy, how's it going? I'm doing great. This has been a great day. <laughs> I would just go, okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> If, oh, on the other hand, man. I knew you well, and I knew that you had had a flat tire on the way to work, and you said, this is great, this has been a great day, then I'd go, okay, that's sarcasm. But what if I was being positive about that flat tire? Because what if, by getting a flat tire, I avoided a bad wreck? <laughs> so Then the- you're just putting words into the situation that aren't, in fact, there. <laughs> Because what would I mean, like? that's so if the I type say, of that's the type of positive so mindset. The optimist in me is thinking, <laughs> "Oh, I get a flat tire. Maybe there's a bad accident up there, and this up in there, up there, up ahead, or something terrible is going to happen, and this prevented me from that." And it's like, "Okay, thanks, Lord. Now I know to take time in my day to be like, oh, this happened for a reason, not.'" And then you say, hey, Rory, how's it going? And and you know I've had a flat tire because I was like, oh, I'm going to be late. I have a flat tire. But it's like, oh, I'm doing well. Honestly, I couldn't complain. That's what I use a lot. A lot of times I say, can't complain. So I would totally interpret that as you being in a good, generally cheerful mood. Oh, God. (laughs) Lord Jesus, help What? Why would that be wrong? Why would that interpretation be wrong? The fact that this conversation has gone as long as it has <laughs> is mind-boggling. I don't even. Oh, we were talking about it phrases from old me. old men. Yeah. I, yeah. Because the weather. And, uh, if you don't like the weather. <laughs> <laughs> With that, you know, I think it's it's time to give the people what they want. My fans need to have a little bit less English lesson, um, an English clash, which this is not. Uh, and and let's get down to the meat and potatoes, you know. Um, I have decided that a couple of nights ago, actually two nights ago, Sunday, um, afternoon, I've decided that my alter ego is now a Southern belle named Evangeline, a debutante kind of, kind of Evangeline, you know? (laughs) So let's give the people what they want. And that is a pretty big headline. What, what's the headline? (laughs) 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 it's about Chris Rock finally giving his side of the story with his docu series. You know, you know, I was thinking about this. Wasn't it a live, it was a live stand-up routine. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, well, it was the first time Netflix has ever, uh, like broadcast a live event. Okay. Well then that makes sense because I was like, how did they produce a like a docu series so quickly? I didn't watch it. I just saw it, and then my 
whenever I type anything, a lot of time, like it's been circulating on TikTok and Facebook and all that stuff right. um, about Chris Rock and his side of the story and how things went. And he's yeah. kind of being a little bit ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the. Like, I get it. You get slapped, your ego. Uh, but I don't open though, your mouth about stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, or, I watched the. F- I watched like. Um, I don't know, a 10 minute chunk of the stand up routine when he talked specifically about Will Smith and Jada. Mm -hmm. And um, he makes some decent points about like why it was really silly and uh, obnoxious for Will Smith to get all outraged about that, you know, about that comment. Um, So I do think he made some good points. It's, yeah, obviously Will Smith was in the wrong for. The slap and we talked about that a year ago when it happened but yeah. part of me just kind of thought like chris rock came out of that looking really really good like yes, out of that whole did. situation right because he handled it well in the moment and then he kind of didn't comment on it very much in the days following and will smith apologized and chris rock just kind of you know let it be i don't think he ever released any kind of public statements or anything um, so, you know, but, but the impression that I had was like, okay, like he handled, he didn't press charges, which was, you know, yeah. I thought that was, um, you know, you know, that bigger, that sh- per- bigger, yeah, man so that him. he was trying to kind of be a, the bigger, the bigger person, whatever. Um, and then <laughs> now, I mean, he's a comedian, so it's very natural that this would come back in like a stand up context. So I don't have any problem really with him addressing it to some extent in stand up, but he kind of goes, at least in, in the clip that I saw, and of course, you know, it was live, so like they didn't edit anything out of it, but he just goes a little bit overboard in a way that I was like, now nah, you don't look so good. Like now you, yeah. like you kind of come off as just a little bit whiny. And I mean, he has the right to whine. He got, he's the one that got slapped, right? Yeah. So he can, true. he can complain about it. He can, he can talk about it. And he, you know, who am I to tell him not to? But I just, I just, I would say that my impression of him uh, previously was like, oh, that was a very classy way to handle it. And then after seeing the standup, I was like, eh, no, <laughs> he yeah, turned I it mean, in. that's he, that's exactly kind of what I have thought too, because he did handle it very, very well. He kind of shrugged it off and just and made his joke about how he got slapped, and you didn't really hear anything from him where on the other side with Will Smith, I mean, it in, instant kind of regret. He apologized. He's been kicked out of the, for the next 10 years with the Oscars. The Oscars. Um, yeah. Is it just the Oscars or is it any award show? He, no, I think it's just the Oscars. The whatever membership that is. But yeah. He lost the his Academy. membership for the yeah. next, yeah, for the next 10 years. And so he's kind of had a little bit more of, negative outcome with this well so, he was the one that was in the wrong i mean chris yes, rock he didn't, was like he he was just making a joke that i actually honestly believe chris rock when he says that he wasn't aware of her uh what was the problem she had the hair loss alopecia alopecia something like that like he wasn't he wasn't aware of that i was not aware of it i didn't you know she shaved her head for gi jane and I assumed that that was just the style and it, it looked good, you know? So, but, yeah. um, but anyway, so yeah, it was sometimes, sometimes I wonder if I could pull off being bald. 
I have, as someone who has been bald in the past, it's really you're awesome. a man, Aaron. No, I know, but you're- I'm just saying it's it's awesome. It's so care. You're so carefree when you're bald. But you're already carefree because you your hair is short. My hair is pretty short, and but still, like if I like when I wake up in the morning, it still looks bad. I still have to do something. But if you're yeah. bald, if you have your hair like literally buzzed, like I did for years, then you wake up and like you got you don't have to do anything. Like you're ready to go immediately. Wow, you're selling it to me. I mean, I watch out, world. Bald Rory's coming at (laughs) you. Not really. I enjoy my hair quite a bit, actually. Yeah. I I would want to be really familiar with my head shape before I, like, I did mine in sort of a moment of uh, not rebellion per se, but like a moment of crisis in some, to some extent. We, the first time I shaved my head was when I was 14 years old and we moved from Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska to uh, Carthage, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, I had to leave behind a lot of good friends and I was pretty much okay with the move, but uh, I did see it as kind of like a fresh start. And <laughs> I I went and I did not ask, uh, I did not tell anyone I was going to do it. I didn't ask um, if it was okay, if I did it, I just grabbed the clippers. I went to the bathroom and I buzzed it all off and I came up you. and I was kind of, I kind of like, I think it wore a ball cap and then just pulled it off like in the middle of like right before we ate dinner or something. And, um, I remember mom looked up and she was like, ah, it doesn't look too bad. And I, so I completely lost the shock value that I was going for. But, yeah, you um, really not getting that shock from mom was like job not well done. Yeah, but I kept that uh, non hairstyle. I can't really call it a hairstyle, but I I continued to to, to buzz my head like that until mm. I went to college, basically. So baldy. Yeah, for about four years after that. Well, look at you. I just I don't know. I don't know in my head. But I will say this. As a black woman myself, I feel like I'm entitled to say this and it not be offensive or anything. And maybe it's not <laughs> offensive. Maybe anybody could say it. Ooh. I just don't I just don't know. But I feel like Say it. Black black women can just pull off being bald. <laughs> oh, I, totally. In my totally. in my heart of hearts, I feel like I would be that one that's there- cannot. <laughs> I'm very light, and I'm I'm like I'm light skinned, so I feel like my my bold, head would be so white. So it is a bold look for even when black women do it. But I there are plenty of black women that have have shaved their heads or you know cut it, their hair very very short, and it looks yeah. really good. They still look beautiful. It does, they and do. so I I think it is a little easier. But but then again, I have been a fan like you know uh, Z. Um, uh, for or Z V for Vendetta. What was what's the girl's name? Z. I don't know. I was thinking Natalie like Portman. World War Z. Natalie Portman. She looked really good with the shaved head in that. So that's true. I think it has it's mostly to do with like head shape and yeah. If you that's true because think of Charlize Theron in Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, she 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 pulled it off as well. She pulled it so, off. Um. Yeah. So they, I, all this to say, I'm I'm never going to shave my head. So it's not <laughs> like it's not a huge deciding factor. Like this conversation. Don't worry, mom. I'm not going. I'm not going to end up. Although a shock value with mom might be kind of fun because I think I would get the shock. You would for sure. You would. 
Now, I will say that a few years after that, I remember there was a big, there was kind of this fad uh, where guys were bleaching their hair. And I, oh, yes. and I bleached my hair. My hair had grown out a little bit. And I bleached it like white blonde kind of. And, yeah, that was uh, a bad look for you. Yeah. Because um, you're kind of pasty anyways. It was a bad look for a lot of people. But um, it was because I did shave my head regularly during that time. It had grown out a little bit. I was with friends at a camp or something and we just decided to do it. Anyway, I think that caused mom to get upset. Like that, <laughs> that she was upset about. Um, I don't know why, but she did get kind of upset about that. I mean, I think um, once you did it, then Dave did it with those ice well, tips. Yeah. And at that time, everybody was, yeah, it was not. Everybody. It was a fad. It was a fad. It was. It was all the rage in the yeah. Hollywood scene. <laughs> All the, and, uh, all the rage. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we probably I mean, should take a break, and then uh, we're talking about what movie? Well, what show? I what I, thing? I wanted to say something else. Oh yeah, go for it. But it's this is kind of a this is kind of a recommendation. So maybe I should wait for the end. But at the same time, I feel like I should just say it now. Because this is what I was going to say last week whenever I forgot what I was going to talk oh, about. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm just going to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of and build up. And then we'll, yeah, there's a lot of build up. So have you tried the Peepsy? No, I have not. Because I don't okay. like Peeps. I don't either. So I'm going to bestow upon you my knowledge from this. I was at Come and Go. It was the fourth Come and Go that I had gone to because I was trying to find the we new should, flavor of. We should oh, explain yes. that Come and Go is a it's a chain of convenience stores in our area. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> like Casey's in QT. Yeah. Um, quick trip for those of you that don't have a QT. Anyways, um, so I was at the fourth Come and Go, and it was. I had given up all hope because I really wanted to try this new flavor of monster. It's called Strawberry Dream or something, Strawberry Dreamsicle or something like that. Mm -hmm. Everybody that has tried it has says it tastes like nerds. It does not. It does not taste like nerds. I don't honestly know what it tastes like, but it does have a really nice strawberry flavor. So I'm here for it. As I was checking out, the very nice gentleman at the counter was like, have you ever tried, have you tried the new Peepsy? And I said, no, I haven't. And he was like, well, you should. And I said, eh, I'm not a huge fan of Peeps. And he said, well, you know, it does kind of taste like a marshmallow candle. <laughs> and I, I looked at him and I, I said, you're not very good at selling this to people. And he kind of chuckled. And there was also a, a lady and she was at the other cash register, uh, cashier. And he was going on and on about how I should just try it and that I just needed to try it because even though it tasted like a marshmallow candle, which I don't know what that means. Maybe he meant it, was, it tastes the way a marshmallow candle smells. But I don't like the smell of vanilla because it gives me an instant headache. So that was completely off-putting. Anyways... The other lady decided to step in and help this guy out because she's like, it doesn't taste, I've tried it, it doesn't taste like a marshmallow candle. It's got a very nice, smooth flavor. And 
she said it, it start and she's like I don't like peeps either and I was like that's my main thing is I can't stand peeps I think they're disgusting I don't like like when you put one in your mouth and you do chubby bunny and all that spit and it's colorful ick yuck no thank you and so she was trying to sell it and I just said I'm going to take both of your guys's answers and collectively put them together and just pretend like they're my own um all that to say I did in fact try I did in fact I tried the Peepsy. What what do you think? I think it tastes like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like a marshmallow <laughs> candle, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, ugh. It was. Mm-hmm. I I have to say I've, I was tempted just because I am a sucker for any of those really stupid uh, promotional uh, flavors. But because I really don't like Peeps, I was like, eh. It's like, why would I try it? I mean, why am I going to try it if it's a if it's based on a flavor that I don't like to begin with? So, um, it's just weird. It I feel like you I feel like you should try it. Well, if like, I, I, I ever am in a situation where it's available in a single can and it's, you know, cold and ready to go, I might. But. I, you just don't. I, you just don't want it. I just don't. I'm not gonna go seek it out. I've seen it in the stores. I know it exists. I'm aware of it in the world, but it's just not for me. I think I'm gonna have to get it for you now. Well, because if you buy it I for me, want, and I will, I will try it. Because I just feel like I feel like you need to experience it. For me, I'm going with. Garbage. Like, I did not like it. I did not think it was smooth. I did not think it was amazing. Um, it, it gets a it gets a 0.5 for me. 0.5 on that 1 to 10 scale. Um, it just wasn't satisfying. It left me feeling a little broken inside. Um, and I just, that, that happiness that I was like, oh, man, maybe this is going to be good, turned into that secondary emotion, anger. Um, oh yeah, I got really angry about it. All that to say, have you tried the new Dr Pepper, the strawberries and cream? No, that doesn't sound good to me either. Yeah, it's yuck, yeah. yuck, yuck, yuck. I I've never um, had. I, in fact, I like Dr Pepper. I I've never really been a fan of any of their new flavor additions. Like I know some people love the cherry Dr Pepper. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's not, that's not terrible. I'm not a big fan of like the cream soda, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't don't like cream that. soda to begin with, but um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm more of a purist when it comes to the Dr. Pepper. I'll try variations on Pepsi, but not, you know, you know, I'm a Peppy fan. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, 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 the peeps just doesn't, doesn't appeal. Well, I'm okay. Well, the next time I see you, whenever that might be, um, I'm going to I'm going to bring you both the strawberries and cream and the Peepsy because I'm very intrigued um, by your thought process on if you will like it or not. Well, because I I mean, you know me, though, like I that's why we call this podcast. I'm trying to like it because. I will find that's this comes back to our conversation about me being uh whether I'm a positive person or not. I tend to try and find something to like about things. So unless it's all absolutely awful, 
then I probably will find something that I like about it, even though it doesn't sound good to me. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Um, Aaron will try, try to like it. Um, I will try it and hate it, especially if it's something that just sounds really gross, but I get kind of talked into it because I collectively take marshmallow candle and smooth, a little bit of marshmallow flavor, but smooth afterwards. No. So, uh, you know, there is there is that. Um, That's all I had to say. So without further ado, we will take a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about the suspenseful Netflix show, Red Rose. Exams are over. Then we'll be in college. Greetings, oh. all. Where were we? Getting inebriated, I believe. Oh. You and Rosh have grown up together. No more dicks, Rosh. <laughs> no more. No. Going to Becky Fox's party. <laughs> Is it all right if Rosh comes too? It is a 10 quid door charge. Not a charity case. How's it feel to be free of exams? I'm proud of you. You still hang out with your mates from school? Are oh, you OK, Rosh? I'm just missing out. I can't stop thinking about Rosh. She's not been herself. And you not contacted her? Yeah. I just ignored you, right? Michelle, what's wrong? Hey, Ross, you okay? You know what? Just leave me alone. She keeps blaming all this on Red Rose. Get out! Something about a phone doing it all. Ross, you know this don't make sense. This is dangerous. Rose Red, Rose Red, let me speak now with the dead. show that you have seen more than I have and I'm gonna kind of let I I will give my two cents I've seen an episode and a half of it um, but you've seen all the episodes out correct I have seen all all but the last episode okay yeah yeah I wish I could how say does that how does that even work? okay so here's what happened we got into a road we got into a red rose we we and when I say we I mean my wife and and I we got into a on a red rose kick. We watched okay. the first uh, seven episodes. I think there are eight total. Yes, there then, are. Then, then uh, Outer Banks season three was released, oh, and yep. we started watching that because I knew that we were going to be talking about that last week. So it kind of derailed our uh, red rose viewing, 
And then we got on to other, like last night we watched uh, the, the I think the most recent episode of The Last of Us. Um, oh, that and, was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. So so now we're back to Red Rose. I, I will be watching the final episode this evening after we finish recording. Okay. That's my guarantee. Um, <laughs> should I read a, a synopsis of this? Yes, please okay. do. Okay. Red Rose revolves around a group of high school friends in the UK as they plan to have one more carefree summer before heading off to college. However, their plans are immediately thwarted as a sense of danger looms over the group when an app called Red Rose is downloaded and makes sinister demands that end in deadly consequences if not mm. followed. And dun, dun, and dun. actually, uh, I'll say, kind of lead to deadly consequences even if followed. So yeah, that's true. Um, it is. It is very true. So the way I lose-lose. thought of this going in was, and I think I recommended this maybe a couple of weeks back. Um, I thought I did. If I didn't, I, I one one comparison I, I I know I've made to someone in conversation was that this is a little bit like an extended version of Black Mirror. Black Mirror yes. was like an episode. Each episode had sort of a you know it was an anthology, so it had different storylines for each episode. Well, this is like one storyline spread out but it's very similar in nature to um something that you might see in black mirror which is, was a great series that i wish would come back but um and basically it's it's kind of reflecting on the intersection of technology and how it impacts um you know the, our modern sort of modern life and our interactions with one another um mm-hmm. and how it can divide people i mean there's so it's interesting i don't know how far you've gotten into this but one of aspect that makes the red rose app so horrifying is that it um it kind of takes over your life by taking over your social media essentially Mm -hmm. and it's able to um it's able to kind of log in uh to every social media app that you might use and post things that you never wrote and you know, um, share photos that you never intended to have shared and make comments on other people's posts and things. And so it's, it's sort of like, I mean, in some ways it's like the nightmare hacker that has, you know, that, that com- commands your whole life. Um, yeah. and it uses this as leverage to demand things of you that you would never do otherwise. And, so, yeah, so there's a lot of interesting themes, I think. And um, I don't know. So I, I have enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I have not seen the very last episode, which I will be watching because I have really enjoyed the series up to this point. Um, it's, uh, you know, the, the the performances are, I think, quality across the board. There's It's not like any known actors. I didn't recognize anyone. I didn't even recognize any of the actors, let alone know them from other work or anything like that. Like, um, mm-hmm. they're, I, you know, as, as far as, as far as I know, they're relatively new, um, to acting, you know, there was, um, the girl that plays Ro- Roche mm-hmm. or how Roche, do you yeah. pronounce her? Uh, she was on, I did recognize her because she was in that movie that was on Netflix called metal Lords. 
Um, mm. She played Emily that. in that one. So it's honestly, it's kind of a good movie. It's not super bad. Um, but that is what I remembered her from. But okay. she was the only, the only one that. And I don't I mean this. I don't mean this in a like a critical way. I actually think it's refreshing. Um, all the actors in this film, adults and young people, are very normal looking. Mm-hmm. Like they look like they don't look like Hollywood movie stars. They're not, uh, you know, and and I don't mean to say that they're unattractive. It's just that they're just very normal looking in a way yeah. that like when you compare it to something like Outer Banks, <laughs> you know, like where <laughs> everyone true. is like a model, you know, and then you watch something, you know, they're they're of a similar age as the as the actors or at least they're portraying people of a similar age as the actors in Outer Banks. Um, and yet, you know, the the girls uh, and the boys all look very average, um, very normal. And there's not um, there is kind of some interesting there's kind of an interesting kind of backstory to this where um, Roche, the, the first the, the, the first to download the app and, and, and to be affected by it. Um, she comes from a family that's maybe a little bit, uh, you know, cash strapped. I don't know, you know, kind of maybe lower middle class, um, mm-hmm. if that. Um, and so, you know, her friends recognize that she's not able to go and do things with them all the time because she doesn't have the money. She eats at her friend's homes because the, her home, own home doesn't have food in it. So there's kind of the, an interesting kind of, underlying story about that as well where she she's a little bit more desperate than maybe some of her other friends because of her background her mother has passed away um and so she's you know there's 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 just a lot of elements here that make her kind of a a really uh, a target of this uh of this app and whatever the kind of the the evil behind it is um she's she's sort of targeted by this so um, I think the what makes it really interesting is that aspect of the of that technology and the way it it has intertwined its way into every aspect of our lives and how it dominates the lives so much of of young people in particular. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think there's a lot of interesting stuff to explore in that regard. So uh, I've enjoyed Red Rose. I definitely would recommend it. What I mean, you've so, watched an episode and a half or so. Yes, I've watched I've watched an episode and a half, and I will I I do think it was you and I that were talking about it. I do agree with it being a lot like Black Mirror. Um, it does have that kind of suspenseful like aspect to it. What's going to happen? What is the underlying like? What's the underlying to this? Right. Uh, so I would say it does definitely have that red rose to it as well, and it's kind of it does put a in perspective and light because, like with my job, I am constantly using technology like all the all the time, and even with like our nieces and nephews' age and younger, if you think about it. Kids as young as two, one, one or two have always some type of technology, whether it's YouTube videos that are helping them learn to recognize colors or anything like that. So it's very, very interesting this. And so far I'm hooked. Um, Again, I've only watched an episode and a half, but it is 
almost freakishly and terrifyingly too close to home. But it's one of those things that I have to keep watching because I just, it, it's got me hooked. Maybe that, maybe I, maybe Red Rose has Red Rose captured has me. captured you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, there are definitely some twists. And I think just an episode and a half in, you probably, there are some things that, that happened that definitely, uh, I did not predict. And that were surprising. And the way that the characters develop over the span. Because it actually covers a pretty... It covers a good year or year and a half, I think. Oh, wow. In total from See, start I to finish. See, I don't think... I didn't really understand the beginning of it. Yes. So that's an interesting thing that... Yeah, you have to... You have to kind of get through the the series to, to understand a little bit more of what, of what the first few minutes introduce. So, okay. Yeah. It takes a while for when that. Do, when does it start making, like, when does the beginning actually start making sense? Like well, what episode? Oh, definitely in the first couple episodes. I mean, the first, okay. or the first two to three, I would, I would say. Um, okay. Because it's only, it's an eight episode, um, basically, mi- I, series I don't know if it's a mini series or if it's just like, I, with you watching seven episodes so far, would you say that it has potential to be a second seat, like to um, have more seasons? I have my doubts. I don't. I don't know how it will end exactly, but just knowing what I know about this is was originally a BBC series. Um, it's you know it's been. I think it was BBC Three was the network in the UK okay. that that first aired this. There. You know, they don't do sequels or, you know, or, or, or ongoing series as often as we do in the U.S. Um, so I would I don't I don't assume that there will be a season two, but um, I mean, it could it could. There's I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's approaching a resolution, though, that I don't think would lend itself to another season. So. Okay. Without knowing exactly how it how it ends, I I get that sense that it's not going to continue on. But hmm. interesting. Yeah. But okay. it has been it, it's been really good and it's um yeah, it just has a it, it has a different vibe than most sort of teenage thrillers in the US. And I like, you know, we talked about Outer Banks last week. I like Outer Banks. Um but it's such a contrast uh, with Red Rose. They're just okay. very different shows, and it it is intense though too. Like there, it's there are truly some frightening things that happen. So um, I wouldn't call it horror, but it's very suspenseful and definitely. I'm not sure how much of it is supernatural or not, and I think that's always interesting for me as well because there's a there is definitely a technology aspect to this. But there seems to be something kind of supernatural going on as well. So I'll be interested to see how they resolve all that in the final episode. Okay. So, so far with your seven episode knowledge, what would you rate it? I'd give it a seven and a half, probably. Seven and a half or eight. Okay. Is there anything that you've seen so far that you would change? Like anything that's been done that you would change? Uh, no, not, I mean, there's nothing that I immediately 
would would see as a weakness. Um, yeah, I don't think there's there's really any glaring issues that I have with it. Um, you know, there's there's always I think the the tone of of sort of uh, British TV or storytelling is always so different than what we have here in the U.S. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, there might be a way like that. I'm a little bit blinded to some of the flaws (laughs) just because I'm not, you know, I'm just not as versed in sort of the, I don't know. I'm just assuming that like, if I watched this with a friend who was from the UK, they might like go like, Oh, that was really lame or something. So, you know, they might have stronger opinions about it one way or the other. Um, Maybe the way more the way that I would feel about a show like outer banks, where I can kind of laugh at certain aspects of it or whatever, but there's nothing immediately that is kind of a glaring issue that I have with this. Um, you know, it, it, it could possibly be like an episode or two shorter. I think, I think there's a few episodes that were a bit slow, but again, there's a lot of character development that's necessary. And, um, so I wouldn't want to remove that without you know and possibly weaken the story so okay all right well so far with my episode and a half i i do enjoy it i think it's really well done and pretty enjoyable um but again i'm only an episode and a half into it uh so i'm excited to see from what the first episode that I watched fully, I have come to the conclusion that this is not a nighttime before bed show. Um, so I there's some not... creepy, there's some creepy yeah. aspects for sure. Yes, I will not be watching it before I go to sleep for the night because I am afraid that I won't wake up. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it does, it does seem. And I guess I should say that that is what kind of makes a good show good is one that is just really, really like you want to watch it, but at the same time, you know, like I know myself well enough to know that I shouldn't watch it because it's just that good. Yeah. Um, and freaks me out. So all in all for me right now, I give it a six, but that is a very, obviously I can change that around because I've not watched. Yeah. Any as more you, than an episode. Yeah. As you go, go along. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, with that, um, we've rated it. We've talked about it. We hope you guys, not for children under the age of 16, just unless you are a bad parent and let your children watch that. It deals with some pretty serious topics. Yes, and not that you're a bad parent. I shouldn't cast judgment on you, but this is my recommendation. Don't let your baby children watch it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> with, with that, I ha- I do have a recommendation. I started, and I didn't realize this because it was it's number mm, three, I believe, on Netflix. But it is a movie that came out in 2014 that was that was never on my radar, and that's so weird to me because of the actors and actresses in this movie it stars jason bateman tina fey jane fonda adam driver rose byrne um cory stoll katherine hahn connie Britton, timothy oliphant 
and then Dax Shepard. And it also has Abigail Breslin in it as well. But it is, this is where I leave you. Um, And I had mentioned this to you and I'm not really sure how I didn't know about this movie because 2014, I mean, that was. You were alive then. Yeah, I was alive. (laughs) And it's all actors and actresses that I know. Like it's the first, those are all the first names that like when you open it up, those first names are what, like I didn't have to do any digging. And so it revolves around um, a father passes away. Four grown siblings are forced to return to their childhood home and live under the same roof for a week, along with their oversharing mother and an assortment of spouses, exes and might have been. So it is Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Adam driver and Corey Stoll. They are the four siblings and then Jane Fonda is their mom. Uh, and so far, it's really good. It's it's funny. I mean, it it deals with the cruelty that is death. Um, but so far, I, I really have enjoyed it. I think it's really, really good. So I highly recommend that for you to watch. Um, and then my other one is something that we both have to watch, which comes out on thursday and that's part two of you oh yeah yeah i have so forgotten comes out March i forgot 9th. that was there was a second half of the season coming <laughs> yep oh, and i'm very worried about this second half because i feel like the second half is going to go back to old joe's ways hmm. we'll see we'll see yeah so those are my those are my only two recommendations and obviously the peepsy but i gotta get that for you so <laughs> <laughs> My recommendation is um, if you have Peacock or I believe Hulu, or you could even check out, uh, I think, individual skits on YouTube. Um, this past weekend, uh, Travis Kelsey tied in for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Super yeah. Bowl champions. Um, oh, boy. He, Kansas City cheats. Let's go. He, he uh, hosted Saturday Night Live and did a very... Very good job, I thought. He was super funny. The skits, I mean, he was funny. He was good in every skit. Not to say all the skits. Oh, was he? Not to say all the skits were uh, great. But but his his role in each was done. Well, he was very very comfortable, very humorous. And I think he definitely has a future in some kind of broadcasting or acting or um, something in that realm. After he's done, but I hope he gets, I hope he plays for the Chiefs for another three or four years. So down the road, we, I think we'll see Travis Kelsey on screen in, uh, in a future career. He might be the dumb sports guy that has no brains and is just kind of like a robot. I see you need, you need to watch it because he, he, he is a, uh, he'll surprise you. I think in some of the, the characters he plays in the in this episode of SNL. What would you do if they traded him? Well, I don't think they ever will. Um, never say never. But if they did, um, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's a different kind of player than Tyreek Hill. Um, Kel- Kelsey has already been willing to adjust his own contract. Um, to stick around in Kansas city, because if you want to keep winning championships, you have to, you have to have a team around you. And some players 
are all about the dollars and uh he's he's not been like that he's been willing to um just like Mahomes he was willing to adjust to a um a contract that keeps him there long term and allows for them to build a good team around him so i don't think they're going to trade him i think he'll retire Kansas City Chief mm. but if they traded him i'd be pretty upset <laughs> <laughs> You know who'd be more upset? Patrick Mahomes. And you know who they don't want to be upset? Patrick Mahomes. So That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, there it is. There's, you heard it here your first, football folks. Minute. Aaron would be very, very upset if t- Travis Kelsey, who I will say is a very attractive individual, but when he opens his mouth, it makes me want to cringe. <laughs> It's so funny because he... Who was the musical guest? Kelsey something. Ballerini? Ballerini, yes. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, Yeah. So it was funny. It was Travis Kelsey and Kelsey Ballerini. But... Yeah, so funny. Oh, it just, you know, was that, was that Was that heartfelt or sarcastic, Aaron? That sounded sarcastic to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I read it right? No, I was being truthful. Oh, okay. I am I'm so bad at this, I think. You are. I was just kidding. It was pretty sarcastic. <laughs> so you you read it right. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Thank you for Oh, actually, no. I have to give I have to give a shout out really quick. Um I have I have a friend and I know that is kind of hard to believe, but <laughs> I do. I don't just have fans. I have friends. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> anyways, I have this friend that has a um, business, and it is fashion. Like, it's a fashion clothing line, and it's called Mount Up Apparel. And so it is... I I'm saying this because I just recently got a hoodie and I was like, you know what? I'll give you, I'll give you a shout out and, and let you know and let the peoples, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fans know about this. So it is called Mount Up Apparel. It is really, really high quality, um, like clothing and everything. I think the brand is comfort color. I'm I'm wearing the hoodie right now. I could look, but that requires a lot of um a lot of moving, and I don't really feel like doing that. Um but <laughs> <laughs> that is just something that I'm not really a fan of, but um Mount Up Apparel, there's a Instagram and he has a website and the website is more up to date than the Instagram and the Facebook and it's just mountupapparel.com. Um, and you should check it out and support local businesses, small businesses, everyone, um, Christian based. It revolves around, um, oof, there's Stuff. A scripture, <laughs> Isaiah, uh, that is, I should have looked at that before I started saying it, but I know it's in Isaiah. I know it's in Isaiah, but. Whenever I share it, I'll put the actual scripture I'm because I do not remember. I'm looking at the website now. Oh, are you? I oh, am. I found it. Isaiah forty thirty one is 
the scripture. So I'm not going to tell you what that scripture is. I will, you, you can look it up for yourselves, but it is very good quality stuff. So shout out to Mount Apparel. Um, support. Go support it. Support. Support. With that, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for being an invested member and fan of mine. I greatly appreciate it. Um, as always, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, rate, review. Um, I think, think, that's, think all that's all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not all the things, Aaron. What's our Facebook page? Facebook.com slash trying to like it. And the website? Trying to like it.com. Yes, 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 yes. Now that's all the things. That's all the things. Now that's all the things. Be safe out there. Have, if it is your time for your children to be out for spring break, and if you have children, have a safe spring break. And as always, thank you for listening to me and Aaron talk on this wonderful podcast called I'm Trying to Like It. I'm trying to like it.